Techaways, bringing the latest news and trends from the world of tech. Produced by Ara City Radio in collaboration with Silicon Luxembourg. Yes. Key Takeaways is our new feature in collaboration with Silicon Luxembourg, where we give you a bit of an insight into the tech and startup industry in Luxembourg and further afield. And as I said, Charles Louis Macheron, founder of Silicon Luxembourg, is with me right now. Good morning, Charles. Good morning, Tom. Thanks for coming in to join me today. Yeah. Um, today, we're going to be talking about generative AI as well as a bit of uh, the landscape of Luxembourg's startup um, industry here. What is, what is generative AI and what in particular is ChatGPT, which is uh, a name that I've been seeing around in the news recently? Yeah, you're right. Uh, generative AI is very like uh, in the news <laughs> these days. Um, we are uh, listening a lot about uh, ChatGPT and uh, OpenAI, the, the, the company uh, behind uh, this, uh, this bot. So ChatGPT is a really large uh, language model chatbot. Uh, basically a long-form question answering uh, AI that uh, answer complex question uh, conversationally. Um, it was developed by so OpenAI, uh, as I mentioned, like a um, San Francisco-based uh, artificial intelligence company uh, in which Microsoft is a partner investor, right? So um, what are uh, large language large language models, uh, what we call LLMs? Uh, LLMs are trained with massive amounts of data uh, to accurately predict what word comes next in a sentence. So by increasing the amount of data, we can increase the ability of the language models to do more. Uh, this data help LLMs uh, predict the next word in a series of words in a sentence and in the next sentences. So kind of like uh, autocomplete, but better because it allows them to write paragraphs and entire pages of content. So one thing was missing, though, is that LLMs didn't always understand what humans meant. Uh, so ChatGPT is a, re a revolutionary because it's been trained to learn what humans mean when they ask a question. Okay, so it's an extremely advanced program that can, can write sentences basically and come up with, with text based on, um, mm -hmm. based on patterns. Yeah, you're right. So it can really uh, help you rewrite uh, write content. Uh, there is a lot of uh, today apps uh, on the market to turn uh, audio to text, video to text. So there is a real, uh, now like an ecosystem uh, around this uh, generative AI uh, concept. And of course, uh, OpenAI is the, really the, uh, the, the peak of the, of the pyramid of this uh, generative AI uh, ecosystem. Uh, but there is there is a lot you can read really now also design uh, and, and draws uh, pictures. Uh, it's really, it's also really helpful for um, companies working on virtual reality or augmented reality to uh, design uh, some games and, uh, and and so on. So it's it's also saving times as well for for a couple of companies. So yeah, it's uh, something we we have to. Uh, Look, uh, look after it. Mm -hmm. It sounds like it, it could be a, quite a useful tool in a lot of industries. Um, maybe something that will like make work faster for a lot of um, creative tech um, workers. Yeah, you're right. Uh, really, it, it it really can help help designers, uh, graphic designers, writers. Uh, I would say video producers and so on. Of course, to to save time, maybe to to bring new new ideas uh, to to life as well. Uh, of course, there is a lot of uh, fears around uh, mm -hmm. generative AI, and uh, is is there a kind of anxiety that it will do people's work for them? I think people are. Oh, I don't know if people. Are, 
Oscar, but uh, medias are, <laughs> are telling that it could maybe uh, uh, cut some uh, so, some jobs. Um, the few conversations I, I had over the past uh, weeks and months on this on this topic is that for now it's much more like uh, helping people to to, to save time uh, mm. and maybe focus on uh, on different things in the in their work. So f of course, maybe some uh, redundant um, uh, things you are doing uh, along the day. Maybe generative AI can can help you save time on this, um, but maybe your creativity can also be uh, much better with the with the help of generative AI uh, at some point. And is ChatGPT something that we're already seeing um, being used in professional spaces? Uh, some of uh, yeah, some of the professionals and uh, companies are, are are starting using. Uh, uh, ChatGPT and, and so on. If I if I take for example the example of the the, the BBC, um, they they really, uh, try to to write some articles with uh, with ChatGPT and they they really also discovered that it was also creating quotes, but it it was also um, a bit like uh, random uh, sentences and uh, and quotes and uh, and words. Okay. So we are as well at silicon so exploring uh, this uh, this we we try to uh, to write some articles but for example if i take for for, for the media company it doesn't uh, change the fact that we we have also to to talk to people to to pick up the news and uh, and so on um it will maybe ha be helpful to uh, maybe when we receive press releases uh, to to help turn these pre press releases in uh, into into articles but if I take the example just of the of the media, uh, it will not change the fact that uh, to pick up the news we have to talk to to, to people and, uh, and and then to write the, the content and the and the quotes. So it is another point yet uh, where you can completely eliminate the human element from from writing an article. Yeah, you're right. Um, I mean, of course, you can. I would say for, for for marketing, you can create a lot of content with uh, with the generative AI and. Uh, uh, the, the main difference, and uh, and today I think it's it's also in the news that, for example, if I today uh, or yesterday uh, Google announced that they are also launching their own uh, uh, AI uh, conversational uh, bot, it's called Bard. And the main difference between uh, ChatGPT and uh, and the Bard from uh, from Google is that, for example, the Bard uh, they will uh, pick up the data from the World Wide Web. Uh, whether that uh, ChatGPT will take it from a database. So if you use ChatGPT and they have a, a hundred million users today, uh, the more <laughs> uh, words and data you provide to ChatGPT, the more you are training also this uh, this this AI. So this is the main difference, for example, between the two uh, today. Okay, so we're going to see the technology developing as it gets used more and more, um, and. ChatGPT is generated from their own database, whereas mm -hmm. Google has access to the whole in exactly. World Wide Web. Exactly, this is uh, this is really the, the the key the, the key difference. I think it's really the, the beginning of uh, this uh, generative AI. A lot of people say it's not really new uh, in terms of artificial intelligence. Um, I think the, the fact is that it's uh, it's new in the sense that now it's open to to to, to everyone. Mm -hmm. um, uh, open AI is also uh, uh, creating also uh, an offer for 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 companies, so B two B offer as well for companies to use this uh, uh, open AI uh, tool. 
Um, but I think it's only the, the beginning of, um, of this ecosystem. And we, we were talking about um, if it will uh, cut jobs or so on, but it will also create a lot of jobs. So a lot of companies also will, uh, uh, will be created around this uh, topic of generative AI, so creating jobs as well. So there, is, there will be like a, a balance between the two. So the only thing I'm, I'm wondering is that last year at the same period, we were talking a lot about NFTs. Mm -hmm. uh, this year, we were talking a lot about generative AI. So I'm really uh, uh, looking forward to, <laughs> to see what we will be talking uh, in one year. Is, right. uh, will the generative AI uh, be in the news um, again? Um, so for now, it's, I would say, the, the beginning of this, uh, this ecosystem. Could it be that as consumers one day will will be consuming generative like music that's been made by generative AI and art, uh, reading fiction which is written by generative AI? Do you think that's a possible future for us? It's a possible future. To be uh, to be honest, we we tried at home to uh, to write a story for the kids. Mm -hmm. So we just uh, asked uh, ChatGPT uh, a few words, and it generated like a. A story for, for for the kids and the story was okay I'm, i will say if you if you want to to read it like uh, uh, with the, with the kids it was a, it was okay it was a, a one page and uh, so maybe yes you will be able to to have some uh, some fiction some reading some uh, some videos some audio uh, created by uh, by generative ai then i think the the, the, the Another topic really important is the, also the copyrights you, you, you have behind because, of course, you are training like a, a database and the other one is training like the, uh, the, the World Wide Web. Uh, there is this big question of uh, the protection of, uh, yeah, of, the, of the rights mm -hmm. of, the, of the writers, of the designers, the photographers, the video producers and, and, and so on. Um, because as I mentioned, it's, it's picking up a lot of things <laughs> uh, around. Um, but I think yeah, you can generate a bit of, uh, of fiction. <laughs> I'm sure that uh, there's going to be very mixed opinions about this use and how far it should be taken. Some people will think uh, that, you know, you need to keep the human elements in these things and others mm -hmm. will, will think it's great that, you know, this, mm -hmm. is, this material is going to be able to be produced without much effort. Yes, there is a. I would say last week we organized a, a meetup, and and there was really like uh, the pros and cons in the in the in the conference room. Mm -hmm. um, and it was interesting to, to to see a bit the the debate of the the, the people who are saying, okay, yeah, now now generative AI is uh, is there and it will uh, and it will replace uh, part of the jobs, even in terms of uh, of coding and, and mm -hmm. so on. And on the other side, some people are really, uh, yeah, close to yeah human uh, interactions and, uh, and and so on. So, yeah, it, for now, it's a bit an in-between. It's a 50-50. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'd be I'd be interested to know what our listeners think about this. Would you be happy to read a book that was written by Generative AI or, or listen to music that was um, created without uh, human input? Let us know. If you want, you can send us a text. Um, I'd be interested to know that. Where can people find out more, um, Charles, about Generative AI in Luxembourg? Oh, generative AI. But if you if you read the newspapers, I would say you 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 have some news. Uh, we also have some uh, events around the generative AI. Like as I mentioned last week, we organized a meetup. We will uh, we are working on a second uh, second one to to come up. Uh, 
for the, for the spring. Of course, on Silicon Luxembourg, if you if you want to to, to read a bit of content um, around it, uh, that's um, yeah the, the the place too. <laughs> Silicon Luxembourg, of course, is the place for um, finding out about the local tech ecosystem. Um, what have kind of been your main stories that you've been you've been working on in the past in the past week? Um, well, there, there, there the past was few weeks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, there, there were some uh, fundraisings uh, in, in Luxembourg, for example, uh, uh, some fundraising following up like the the B Angels Network, which is the the business angel network uh, between Belgium and uh, and Luxembourg, with a, a company named Savix, for example, who raised the uh, uh, seven seventy eight uh, K. Um, there is also this uh, tech firm Assets Lux. Um, that raised uh, an undisclosed amount uh, from the San Francisco VC. So it's also uh, great to see that some uh, VCs, not from Luxembourg, are also investing in, uh, in a couple of companies in Luxembourg. And of course, there were some um, some prizes as well, like uh, R Spectra and Circulion, uh, who would now receive grants, equity investments, uh, coaching and support in commercialization from the European Innovation Council Accelerator. And the EIC uh, is Europe's flagship innovation program, and it identifies, develops, and scales up uh, breakthrough technologies and game-changing uh, innovation. So th- there were a couple of great news uh, here, and uh, much more in the in the fundraising for the first uh, coming for this first semester. And last but not least, we are now closing like the next edition of our magazine on the space tech topic, and it's uh, coming out in a in a few weeks now, uh, end of February, beginning of March. Um, so yeah, I think the the pace is uh, is there for the for, for the startups in Luxembourg for yeah, the digital economy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if you want to read the news, Silicon Luxembourg and Silicon our newsletter every Wednesday. SiliconLuxembourg.lu is um, the place to read uh, more about all of those stories in depth. You're right. It's been now almost ten years. We are um, running this uh, this website to yeah to share the stories in this uh, tech uh, ecosystem in Luxembourg. Excellent, Charles. Thank you for joining me uh, for that second installment of Key Takeaways. We're going to have you or another one of your colleagues in next month, and maybe we'll get a bit of an update on that ChatGPT and Bard situation, or we'll be talking about something else. Yeah, sure. Of course, the, we will be happy to to join you next time. Of course. Excellent. Thanks. Key Takeaways, bringing the latest news and trends from the world of tech. Produced by Ara City Radio in collaboration with Silicon Luxembourg.